join me today in our trip to outer space? Yeah. Albert Shivers. The Matrix doesn't happen. That's very true. Come along quietly or not. The general concept is that creativity flourishes in an in a atmosphere of freedom. One thing that's cool about today, so we are, this is going to be episode 100. Really? And after a lot of trying to get different people yeah. and nothing working out, I thought, so Isaacs, you've been doing this with me since episode one. Mm. And of the 99 episodes, because I counted, you have been on over half of them. Oh, awesome. like, like somewhere in the 60s, you've been on and since episode one. I can, first of all, I can't believe you did 100. That is fucking fire. <laughs> right? That is so... <laughs> Commendable, that is dope, that is amazing. But you, Stefan, were in episode four. It was your first time on the show. Was episode fourth four. episode, okay. Fourth episode was your, was your first one. And since then, I think we've, like, you being on is like seven or eight. So you're very recurring guests. You're second, because I, I like to count shit. Yes. So you're second. Um, the most recurring guest is Isaac's grandfather, Don. Oh, word. Don't. Yeah. Hey, I'll take the compliment. Yeah. <laughs> um, so to have like you guys be 100 and just keep it simple, the three of us, three our measles. shows are the only time when I'm recording that I forget the mic is there. And that is like, to me, that's the on high. Like w- when the conversation yeah. is rolling. I would say that I think about our three, our episodes all the time. Yeah. I think when we, our episodes, like if we put all our, our, our episodes together with all three of us, mm-hmm. it would be some, it would be like a dope ass. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? We talked about some crazy just amazing things in yeah. a short period of time. Yeah, yeah. It's true, man. Yeah. I started in that late summer, or like mid to late summer of 2019, doing this. And there were some big gaps in there, here and there, life making gaps. 20, was it 2019? 19. 20, like May. So as soon as COVID hit. May or June. Because COVID hit around like March. Yeah. Everything started to shut down. 20, yeah. yeah. Right? 19. Because they called it COVID-19. Or, <laughs> or in 2020, when everything locked down. Really? March 2020. It started overseas in yeah. 2019. So you, it did start in 2019. It started... But the lockdown again. started here in March. In 20... Was it 20... It wasn't 21? There was still lockdowns into 21. Yeah, I think... I remember... I just I just left the lumberyard in February of 2020 mm-hmm. and like I remember just because like that's when I I know I, I lucked out right away because that job that position it sucked it just went crazy for that whole store man for like a hardware now, store. Did you work during? Yeah, uh, here and there. <laughs> <laughs> I will say during that time period was 
probably some of the best times of my adult life. Oh, dude, me too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. It's crazy to Thank say. you, Donald Trump. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was an action-packed year, oddly enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, it was cool. Well, we talked about it on here before, you know, in the, in the shadow of all the madness of an illness sweeping the world, mm-hmm. somehow we all got to live. Yes. You know? I think we got to live because they overdid how much we were supposed to die. <laughs> right. This was, it was a tr- like a trial, trial and error type thing. You know? I think that was the beginning of them telling us, like, this is what we've been doing and this is what we're going to do. Yep. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. So they think, whoever they are, man, that's why I keep, that's how I feel about it. We still outnumber the, the them. You know, that, that's where all this fear and, like, trauma comes from is, like, you know, like, again, this is probably just a giant data collection, you know, uh, analyzation of just, you know, how a global pandemic or how a world could be united and mm-hmm. controlled under the, the guise of, of healthcare and all that, you know, and, and mm-hmm. public safety. But, uh, yeah, bottom line, you know, it's like an individual human is extremely powerful, and if we're, if we're not divided, like, yeah. m- multiple, you know, um, so my, divisions out. My question is this for both of you. Mm-hmm. Do you think at any point in our lifetime that we would see more people coming together or more people def- continuing to divide? Because I deleted my Instagram oh, about going on two years now. I'm going to tell you why. I felt like when I was going on Instagram, something wasn't right. Okay. And then obviously this is more opinion based. This is what I feel. But I felt like something wasn't right. Right? Mm. And then when I deleted social media, I realized that people think that we're in this big ass community together. Mm-hmm. Like just as a whole. And it's the complete fucking opposite. <laughs> right? Like, we are in the complete opposite. Like, we're nowhere near being whole because we refuse to believe the truth. Mm. Yeah, it's almost... I like the analogy of, like, a, a prison you can't see or you don't even know it's there. It's, it's built around but us. But you're there. And we're perpetuating it. And Yeah. So another thing to add to that prison thing, which was dope, because I always felt that way. I felt growing up through the growing stages, I felt just because I haven't been to prison doesn't mean I haven't been in prison. You know, I feel okay. like at some point in time, my mind was really in prison bad. And that's kind of why another reason why I deleted the, the whole Instagram, because I felt like that was a huge part of that. You know, yeah. like the sense of originality has went out the window. It's true. To yeah. go towards what the music shit that we're going to talk to today. Right, right. That's something that, when you when you brought that up, me and my homies talk about it all the time. And, you know, someone just asked me a question today. It's like, you know, have you been really listening to the current music? And I would say, I haven't been, li- it's not that I haven't been listening to it. It's just... The vibrations of music is just not connecting anymore. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, in a nutshell, music has no color. Music has everything to do with just vibrations. And mm-hmm. when you add color and things like, you know, <clears throat> for instance, I'll get, if I go to the city, I'll go to see my people, you know, I'll tell them I like rock. And they're like, well, how could you? It's like, well, how couldn't you? Right. If you go back to actual rap, uh, Run DMC and all these fools, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're considered rock stars. You know what I'm saying? Like, and if you want to go even more into our generation, Little Wayne, like you know what I'm saying? These mm. these dudes don't even compare themselves to rap. They computer compare themselves as like pop or mm-hmm. because there's just way more <laughs> to it than color. You know? Right. I don't yeah. know. It's just not just. It's like it's like sheet. It's like stamped out. It's it's. Like I mean, it's it's been industrialized and almost become an institution for you know I mean what now almost coming up to a century you know. Like, where do you see the future of music going? Because I gotta ask both y'all this. Yeah. When was the last fucking time that you legit <laughs> listened to a full fucking album? Thank you. Yeah. That laughter <laughs> alone. Yeah. That <laughs> laughter alone brought joy to to that question. It's it's yeah. Dude. Tell the truth. When's the last time you legit aside aside from you going back? Like I'll go back and listen to old albums all day. I can listen That's... to the same album for for the rest of my life and be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But with the streaming. And the competition. Right. It's all just stacked to fit your sort of... It's a consumer brain. Yeah, exactly. It's like... Right now, the way shit goes, I'm just looking for straight singles. Mm -hmm. You know? Come up with a really good single because I feel like everything's so quick Mm -hmm. and with good music, it takes time. You know? Mm. Like, it's like a bunch of people in one room just figuring shit out. Now it's just like... At a pinch of a button, it's it's right there. Like how many times in like music when you learn about music and music history, you can go all the <coughs> way back to the to the twenties if you wanted to, where you hear about stories from the recording sessions. Exactly. Like I have yeah, it yeah. now that we're like think talking about it. I think about it. Like, I don't hear about artists more current artists talk about the studio session no or magic in the studio you know what they talk about money yeah greed see things movies and music go hand in hand to me and before when you look at movies like back to the future please tell me you guys are a fan i've seen it yeah. okay when you look at back to the future you're just like like even to this day you're like Man, these motherfuckers were ahead of their time. You know why? Because they had to actually think opposed to saying, oh, well, we could just take this technology and make it seem like, mm-hmm. like it's just like there's no thought in it. Right. Same thing with music. Like there's no thought in it. People just listen to a beat and be like, oh, that's good. Like, right. good for who? <laughs> Where is that good for? So I, you have some? I was, I was thinking, well, I mean, this it could change the whole train of thought. So That's right. Yeah. It. Fuck it, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Well, I don't know, I'm just thinking again with all this AI shit. It just seems like we got all these little toys to play with, you know, they, they let us have the, these little, you know, programs to mess around with them. I just think it's fun that they're doing a real thing that they haven't really released to general audience yet is the, like uh, something that can automatically generate music, you know? We have like Chat GPT, which you could talk to and ask any question and right, give you right. a pretty, sometimes incorrect, but 
pretty decent answer depending on what you're looking for. Or you could give a prompt, a visual prompt, and it'll draw whatever you're thinking. But there's nothing really that like, here, make a song, like, like generate an audio file with this input data. You know, we we don't that doesn't exist. So are you saying this guy is smart? Uh, are you saying that? There isn't an AI bot that can produce a song. I'm sure you could ask it to, but like, there's no. They don't give us a program. Well, maybe there is, but I don't know. If there's one I haven't seen. No, I haven't heard. I, that's why. That's I haven't heard of it. Yeah, because I don't know. It's such an amazing, powerful like creation and like medium that you know change. It literally, what it is is the 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 change of of you know vibrations. It's it's rearranging whatever atmosphere the music's present in. Right, right. So it's like, I just think it's funny, maybe there's some weird reason why, that being said, they don't make it so the average person can, you know, just propagate amazing. We'll have, you know, some uh, artificial intelligent I don't entity. Th I don't think, I don't care how much, I'm going to tell you why technology will never win. Well, at least when it comes to music. Mm -hmm. Because for the most part, everything is computer-based, right? You know, you get on this digital and all that. Yeah. The one thing a computer doesn't have that a human does have is emotions, feelings, and a heart. Mm -hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, right? <laughs> you can't yeah. mimic that, you know? So it's that's true. where, yeah, you might have some computers or engineer. They might take some shit that they, they're... They eliminate the engineer, but that's yeah. just because that it's working doesn't mean that it works. It's only working because they want it to work. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But if, like you said, if people came together, then we could shut all that shit down. Like, what the fuck is this? This AI is not hitting mm -hmm. the vibrations that we were going for. You know what I mean? So, I originally was going to go in a very different direction, and okay. you actually pulled it right back. Together, for me to make this point, which is I have a theory about modern music. It's Let's me. Go. I'm like, it. it's my own crackpot theory. <coughs> Let me hear it. <coughs> so, as society changes, and we get just more, more subconsciously confused, just by life in general, mm -hmm. we're just generally more confused, mm -hmm. and searching for something or trying to go inward without realizing it. We're so externally stimulated that everything is external. So if you look at pop music throughout the generations and how, forget the lyrics, but the instrumentation has gotten smaller and smaller and smaller. Yeah. And now a lot of popular music is really just a beat. Mm -hmm. It's this kind of and not even a musical a, beat, but really just a beat. Yeah, we talk about beats. Who has good beats? Who has bad beats? Right. All these things, right? Right. So, what is the first sound we ever heard in our mother's stomach? Was the heart beat? The heart beat. I I do really think that there's some kind of Connection. subconscious thing where we're collectively trying to return to something. Mm. Yeah, the, 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 the heart of the, okay. the core. Oh, man, I like that. I like that. So are you saying, 
Because I will agree with you on this because I feel like to older generation or the younger generation, this might be a little bias. But I feel like the 90s was the only original time in America where life was great. That's it's just me. Yeah. Me personally. That's what my folks say, man. I mean, that was like the if, one time. If you think about it, music was raw, just enhanced on a whole nother level. Um, clothing, the t-shirts, the the design, the everything just... And, and, and people were happy at that yeah. time. I can't... I don't want to sound biased, but I also don't know any other way because I'm from the 90s. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I feel as the 90s is starting to repeat itself. And I think history is battling AI right now. That's just what I think. History is battling advanced technology. Like, yeah, man, it's there's never been another point like this ever. Yeah, the only yeah, the last right. hundred years, man, it's, I, it's crazy. It's kind of like deja vu. Like when I think of deja vu, I think we might have talked about this. We talked about plenty of things, but deja vu is like the 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 future, the present, and the past at one time. For me, that's what I feel like it's like, and I feel like. Mm-hmm. Life right now is like deja vu. Or life right now is really simulated. And I don't know if it's due towards control or due towards AI. So you got me caught on AI. (laughs) That's all I've been thinking about now. It's like. Well, I don't know. I mean, that was definitely like a point in history, I feel like, where everyone, the whole circumstances of Earth, as it appeared, seemed like there was hope for something, you mm-hmm. know? There was a lot that could happen, and this is just sort of the the wave function that collapsed. You know, this is what, this is the path we all chose to live, you know? So, in terms of music, where do you guys think music is gonna go? And do you think it will ever get back to the time where it meant anything? Hmm. I think the, the divide might get wider where there'll be more people that are like moving towards what's this called like organic music. I think more people are moving in that direction, but there's gonna be plenty of people that just don't. Let me ask you a question. You remember growing up, everybody was like taking an instrument. Mm. Do you see too many kids taking up instruments yes. now? That's a good theory of why it, it was just got like so dro- weird. It was dropped in your lap. Do you remember? It was kind of like, we were kind of forced because I think the reason why music was so forced on us because of the impact that it made on our parents. Yeah. I don't know how you guys' household was, oh. but music was heavily, yeah, yeah. like, my mother jammed music and I'm very happy for that because yeah. music changed my life in many ways and yeah. helped my life in many ways. It's true, man. That's the thing about it, like, I mean, as a whole, it could be, like, really, you know, just overly commercialized and, and, and cheap, more cheaply made, but, I mean, at any point, for any person, at any time, like, any recording can instantly mean, like, like the world to them, you know, like, yeah. like even if the whole thing's, like, going to shit, it's, like, just singular, doing that process, a, sing, a singular, like, brain or whatever could just totally be, like, you know, 
unlocked somehow. Like you're in a piece even made like a hundred years ago, you know, the centuries ago, whatever. It's a great, it's so cool how like when there was good shit, it was recorded, you know. So, I mean, there's still, there's good shit. There's a couple things that you hear nowadays where it's like, hey, that person's kind of No, no, it, on it's bringing maybe. some nostalgic feels or I'm, I'm like good. there's certain people. I have recently went to Dave & Buster's two weeks ago. Okay. And they had Guitar Hero. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that shit just was when, like, I said, get out of my way. Like, this used <laughs> to be, you know, the game where I used to play where we used to sleep over people's house. Like, you know what I mean? That was the fucking game. And they had all the classic jams on that mm-hmm. shit. Um, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I, I still like music. You know, I still think that it's still going. It's just... It's like anything, any corporatized spiritualism or religion or, or something like a, like a magic mm-hmm. quote-unquote thing. It's just, you know, there's a corporatized version that's used to, you know, uh, change people's behavior for various reasons, you know. It's just like a re- religion or it's a powerful creative force that was just harnessed, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah. Do you think that we're at the point in time where we're like the older generation and we're saying like we can't listen to this shit <laughs> do you get where I'm coming from like, like you remember how when it, the older generation yeah. like I don't know how you kids listen to this shit do you think that we're at that stage <coughs> or do you think the music's actually bad <laughs> no I, I, that's a good question I've right? about yeah. that yeah <laughs> and it's it's hard to say cause yeah. We don't have the point of reference of the person half our age. Right. Yeah, and then like... But do we? I think when... So let's say a 15-year-old or a 14-year-old. We were 14. Yeah. But we were all 14 in a different time, in a different situation. So I'm going to fuck you up on this one. Okay. So why is it that we still listen to our parents' music? See, and that, that's... Do you get where I'm coming from? Right. Why is it that we listen? Because I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, when I grew up, I really realized how much of, like, music my mother influenced me on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. There's bad music that I would never listen to. Back if, then? No, no. If, like, that I heard then. Mm-hmm. That I would never listen to. But I will put it on every once in a while now. Yeah. Just to hear it and go, ah, that's you know. You, now it's it's so bad it's gotten good. Right, because because I think it's gotten good because you get into an age where you understand why it's good. Yeah, isn't that funny? Though? See, sometimes, but sometimes it's also <laughs> just funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's wow. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's like the environment just kind of build, builds the soul. You know, it's like the. I'm just going off into this hippy dippy shit. But yeah. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, that, that was basically it. It's like, you know, no matter what the music was you listened to growing up, it wasn't your, you had no choice in the matter sometimes, but right. it just, that environment made you who you are today. Right. right. So if we have this, you know, vision of like a soul or like, you know, it's like we're just sort of mirrors of the environment while also being part of the environment. You know? So that goes to say, <clears throat> that 
just leads right back to AI. Do you think? That's crazy. Do you get where I'm coming? Like, do you think AI messed it up? Because, like, I grew up, I grew up on my mother's music, right? Yeah. And then we reached the age where we discovered some music. But then, you know, I grew up in New Jersey, so you know, I'm listening to nothing but rap. You know, now I come to Pennsylvania when I'm in sixth grade, and now I'm listening to shit like Nickelback, and but I'm listening to it as if there's not even a point of judging it. I never judged any music. I never put color to music. I just. First of all, I love instruments. I grew up in a church, and I love, um, like, drums. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So when you hear rock music, you get to hear all that and some, you know? So that's why it just brings it back to, I think, for me, I think people, money has became such a big thing, or greed, per se, that the art of music is being taken for granted. And it's not the musician's fault, it's society. Mm. You know? Mm. Because I think the musician would love to come up with an album and love to really take that time to get into art. But life is so fast now that they don't got time. They gotta put songs out, they gotta stream, they gotta do all these Instagram posts and shit like and you yeah, have to, or you're not gonna survive. It's funny, right? It's it's, it's just so much rarer now to have like a, a studio musician like now versus the '50s or '60s, say here. Like, oh yeah, that's true. But, you know, I mean, it is there, and like for anyone who wants to become like the best whatever guitarist or whatever it is, like yeah, so there, there's there's time, there's the shit you do just to stay alive and mm, autonomous. Exactly. And then you got whatever it is, like exactly. be honest with yourself, eight to twelve hours to like create whatever you know <clears throat> like so I don't bl- I don't blame the artists I blame just like everything around is. you're right it's I, just I, I think the artists really want to <clears throat> I think the art of music has not left it's a societal problem yeah so with that being said now everything in every genre is being put in one community now instead of being its own thing rock being rock alternative music being alternative music hip-hop being hip-hop now hip-hop is country and country is hip-hop and you know what i mean no one gives a fuck about jazz no more which is out of <laughs> it's out of control and um i gotta be honest with you guys i think music is fucking going downhill that's just wise so, observation <laughs> so yeah if um Music is going downhill. Mm-hmm. Okay. And again, looking at it from the point of view of the 14 or 15 year old person who consumes a lot of music, mm-hmm. um, could it be that we the the way that age is looking back at music has been made longer? Like, depending on how you look at the, you know, the world's four billion years old. Mm-hmm. So, our 20th century music is a blip on that timeline. Mm-hmm. It's just like a scratch. Mm-hmm. So, instead of, we don't look at music 
too laterally to say this is everything in terms of time. Like you talking about listening to your parents' music. Mm -hmm. Even though it's not of the generation, mm -hmm. you don't you look at it just because it's good. You're not judging it based on the age. Mm -hmm. If you like mm -hmm. it, then it's good. I'm I'm basing it on the age because I still like it. You get where I'm coming from? Like, you know, Michael Jackson I grew up Michael Jackson, I love Michael Jackson. Now, if I listen to a Michael Jackson song, I will still like it as if I just listened to it for the first time. You know? And that's just great music. That's a lot of, lot of music. I could put a Nelly song on, and I could put one of these Zoo songs on, and that Nelly song, if no one's ever heard it, that shit will probably seem like the dopest song right. and get played across the world. You know what I'm saying? But to us, <clears throat> we were like, what the fuck? That's what we grew up on, you idiots. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, So I think, and I also think that people know the truth. Again, they're just afraid to go against the community. You know what I mean? Well, do you feel that the new music has an indoctrinating quality about it? I feel as the new music has a one minute span on it. Okay, yeah. Hmm. Sorry. I, I think it holds value for a week. And that's it. Mm. And the funny thing is, it could be the best song in the world. It's just going to get overlooked because of the algorithm of everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. It sucks. Like, there's probably so many good artists out there, but we'll never see them because they're not. Of all different types. Because they're not selling what needs to be sold. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? If people, a lot of people see something, there's usually a reason for it, and it doesn't have to be because it's a pure amazing piece of work. Exactly. I know people that you know there's new artists, and they just say, oh. They'll say something like, well, at least that person is rich. Right. As a human being, I just learned to just be like, okay, people don't think think like me. But as like someone that actually uses their mind, that shit blows my mind when people say shit like that. Like, so the rich means that they're a good musician? Like, you know what I'm saying? Just because they're rich, that yeah. I mean, I think if a person writes like the mo one of the most amazing anthems of whenever, you know, like there's probably a chance, you know, like a, a life can be made from it. Just you know, really. Mm -hmm. But yeah, even then, an independent artist struggles to really get. You got to pay to play generally. Be seen by anyone nowadays, it seems, unless you're playing every day in front of people, however you can. Right, and get picked up, and then that someone wants to spend money on you. Yeah. But for the most it's part. Time. You'll be spending so much money because you gotta spend like a hundred thousand dollars just to get it through radio play. Like you know what I'm saying? It's just mm -hmm. yeah, you need to have a shtick, right? A, a brand. Yeah, yeah. Because everything became a brand. Everyone, yeah. And that's cool. Like you should have it, 
But it's like that's something of of worth, of worth, something of business. It's not a trend, and it seems like a trend. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like everything in music just seems like a trend, and it's um it's corny because years before they would you know make comments about certain music or you know what I mean and now it's like it's cool or now you know it's allowed it's like that's that's weird you know mm-hmm. you're just doing things because the crowd is is wanting it yep like when Popeyes <laughs> came out with a strawberry biscuit Okay, I ain't even know about that. Wow. No? No. That yeah. one, I, yeah, I missed that. That shit was mad good, I ain't gonna lie to you. I never had it. But, um, you know, everybody was on it. And it was just like, you know, they could, if they can do something like that, like, up, up, like some food, since we're on the case of music, if they say that a cow sound or cowbell sounds good, and they tell other celebrities or other musicians like, "Hey, I'll pay you fifty thousand if you use a cowbell in your song," like that's what they literally do, wow. and it becomes like a thing. Like that's literally how music is. Hey, yo, use yeah. a cowbell. <laughs> In your song, bro. This is the new memo we can get fifty thousand for. It's a, that's crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the, the shoulders of giants type thing. Like, it's all that one person that said, "Fuck everybody, do do this," and it was good. You know, again, yeah, resonates with people, and yeah, that becomes sort of the, the dogmatic trend in like a right. musical. Right. Group exactly. Rant. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's all it's people. Yeah, great people, man. <laughs> But I seem like, I feel like we all love music, like the history of music. And if you love the history of music and you know history, you can watch something a thousand times and you'll still find something that you've never seen before. You know what I'm saying? Same thing in music. So I like to go back and listen to old albums or albums that I missed or didn't think I would listen to and see how good they are. And that's the great thing about how much music was dropped. So do you, so it's all throughout, especially growing up with history and looking at it on TV, you could always attribute a certain period of history with a certain music. Mm -hmm. The 90s with hip hop, you can go back to the 70s with Woodstock and all them. You can go back to the 40s with the big bands. Um, Do you feel like this generation now will be able to like look back and say, Man, oh man, what fun we had with Saturday nights and Cardi B. I would say <laughs> those were the good old days. <laughs> I would, would say they be the same? They will look back when they're our age and say We have no identity. <laughs> I'm so serious. I think they have no identity. Like you're probably right. This, you know, our '90s. You can go hand in hand for every genre. There was something popping: country, rock, yeah. 
rap, like you know everything. You know, it's a hard thing to even picture. You, know? you come down, it's like there's no identity to nothing. Yeah, you don't know what anything is like. And evolution is cool, but there's re- there's reasons why there has to be some type of standards. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Instead of yes. It can't just be free, because if it's just free, then you're just basically going to have a people, a whole bunch of people in the field not knowing what the hell to do. Now, if you got people, if you got directions saying, hey, you go this way if you want water, you won't go this way if you want food, you know what I'm saying? Go this way if you want a friend. Now you have some type of direction. I feel like this time of music, there's no direction. There's just... Let's just see how this does. <laughs> Here we are, Let's just see how this does, and if it doesn't work out, we'll go on Instagram and find some way to promote it. Still, you know, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna milk everything so we can get every dollar back. Yeah, That's true. And now Instagram is getting stingy with the attention that they even will give your page. Wow. Like people, I've been hearing more and more about the shadow banning on Instagram. Oh, really? So, I kind of stopped selling clothes, right? Because, like, I'm not going to stop making them. And I'm not going to stop selling them per se. But I stopped the whole Instagram, Facebook thing because I realized, too, that it was taking the fun out of what I've accomplished. Mm-hmm. Like, I was no longer worried about what the artwork looked like or anything like that. I was more worried about the sales mm. and things like that and promoting and it's just not fun. Right. Because it just feels like you're forcing things. Like, I don't want to force things. I never made this to force anything. Right. I made it to just, hey, this is what I can do. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, to spread the joy. Like, you know mm. what I mean? So, um, it goes back to the goddamn AI. I don't know what to say. It's it's a horrible thing. It's true. We are every time we're on the internet, we're just we're interfacing with something so like just ginormous and un, unknown, unexplained. You know. So, great point. Great fucking point. It's creepy. Up no, that there. is scary that you just Isn't said it? that <laughs> because I honestly think. Every time I go on Instagram, and I don't want to get into, like, you know, nothing crazy, but I feel like I'm going into, like, a negative portal of some sort. You know? Yes. And I feel as, you ever see Incredibles? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's number two, where they hypnotize the people... With their uh, with the glasses, huh. I think it was number two. Okay, gotcha. I feel like that's how Instagram is. Dude, yeah, yeah, just, just square yeah. Right in front of the eyeballs. Yeah, going, going, I feel going. like there are certain things that they have plugged in for Instagram where you get locked in. Whoa, we're three hours ago. It's, well, again, it's endless. Millions of people it happens to exactly. And like then, you'll and never, you'll never hit the end. And then they came up with that TikTok shit. <laughs> yep. Now, the funny thing about the whole music situation is they started using the music shit for TikTok. Yeah. 
and it actually works. Um, it's actually the best platinum platform for me. I don't have it, but I'm just I've, I've seen it, and I think it's the best best platform towards music and you trying to get yourself out there. You could be mm-hmm. fucking doing a video of a goddamn squirrel going up a tree and right. playing your music, and people and will listen. Yeah, like, yeah, and people will play that shit yeah. because it's like you know I know when people go on phone on the phone because I used to have bad habits on the phone so I know that people as soon as they wake up go on the phone I'm on the phone for about 10 minutes and then I get off right that's not the first thing I want but I know I used to be on the phone for a good hour if I had it or two just on the phone getting trapped and just like whoa like you said where the time go the sneaky thing about it about the phone and being on it, especially in the morning, is each one of us probably, as children, had an alarm clock in our bedrooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of some kind. Yeah. Got us up for school, what at church, whatever. Just had it there. I got you. Now the, your phone is it. You have an alarm here, so the fact that you get up and the first thing you wonder was what time it is. Yeah, you boom, you're in. Yeah. See, or I, if, even when you turn off. your alarm off, everybody get alarm That's a good point, but I feel, and I might feel this way because we grew up in a time where there was no technology, and there was technology, mm-hmm. so we have the best of both worlds. Yeah, we're that weird fucking in between generation. Yeah, yeah. So I feel. I agree with you, but that's what people got to understand, like, just because you have the phone in front of you doesn't mean that you have to be on it. Oh, yeah. Right. And it fucked everything up because I caught myself one time waiting for a text message from somebody, and I was getting, not upset, but I was getting anxious, or I was getting, like, um, you know, I was just, like... Impatient. Back in the days, in our time, impatient. If you like somebody, you probably don't end up talking to them probably the whole day, depending on how your day went or what what that day was like. Right. And you won't talk to them until like nine o'clock at night when you get on the computer or talk on the phone. And then those why that that's why people stayed on the phone till three o'clock in the morning because you had so much fucking shit to say. Yeah. Now, you've said everything that you've needed to say in a whole day before 12 o'clock. <laughs> yes, and you yes. shouldn't even be on your phone, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that as if I don't do it. It's, because I do it. It's like the social patterns. Certain social patterns recently are just kind of becoming obsolete, I guess. Yeah. Right? And, and, that's, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, people say, you know, schools and shit is like jails where I'm sending us for jails. Yeah, but we at least got structure. Yeah. And look, the structure has helped us out. So here, I'm going to, I want to grab the wheel a second. Because yeah, this is the thing is be a fun question. What, going through grade school in the 90s, what kind of kid were you? Elaborate. Or I'm saying, like, did you enjoy school? 
Were you more of a daydreamer? I was a big, big daydreamer. My, gotcha. I was always thinking about the things. What, what, day, what, what grade is this? Like second? Whatever grade you want to, like whatever grade you remember the best or even the worst. Well, I grew up in New Jersey, so from there to like sixth grade, okay. I would say I remember nothing but joy. I remember, I remember uh, everyone being together, like there was no weirdness, no confliction between nothing. It was just everybody was having a good time of growing up and and being happy and playing um, every day. Uh, I don't ever in my life remember being like remotely upset, even if I got in trouble at that time, because life was just so great. Mm. I guess this. <laughs> How about you? Well, to go like back to that same sixth grade kind of time, um, yeah, I couldn't wait to get home. Oh, really? Yeah. So I was, I very much kept to myself. I had, a, I had like one super tight friend. So. But he wouldn't go to school with me. Mm, yeah, that's crazy. That sucks. Um, I would agree. Like, I kept to myself, too. But my social skills just was have always been a gift. Mm. So, can you imagine being extremely social but wanting to be alone at the same time? That's how I felt growing up. Mm. You know? Or being extremely social and never wanting to be alone. It was like either or. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that. I enjoyed school. Like, I don't know what, I can't. I would get sick. It's like, that's how some days. I would get in trouble That's a lot. how much. Yeah. I don't know, I think I had, I had so much energy. I had, um, I would get in trouble, but I wasn't a bad child. Like, right. uh, second grade, I remember like teacher not, we were outside playing and the teacher wouldn't allow me to go to the bathroom. So I uh, went ahead and did a little old uh, Adam Sandler and pissed on the tree right in front of the whole class. Because it's like, you know, you didn't let me go to the what bathroom. What are you going to do, man? <laughs> so I only got in trouble realistically because it was the day of my brother's birthday and my mom and my brother's dad were setting up for the party at home. And they had to go to the school and stuff. So uh, that's why I got in trouble. But my mother also had red flags that was as to like, why wouldn't you allow my son to go to the bathroom if he had to go to the bathroom? Right. You know? Or like third grade, when Harry Potter just came out. Greatest fucking book ever. <laughs> and my teacher, Miss Stevens, I remember. I used to go behind her and do a little uh, rabbit ears. Uh -huh. And have the class all riled up, and she called me one time, and she yoked me up on the on the locker, and I told my mother, and my mother came in the next day. Um, I don't know if you guys know about black mothers, but they're scary. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my mother came in, and pretty much was like, you know, don't ever put your hand on my son. And they were just like, have you ever thought about putting your son on Ritalin? Mm, That's how wild too. I was, you know. Yeah, I was, like I wasn't a bad child, 
even in when I went to JTL, I mean, I got class clown eighth grade and my twelfth grade year. It was just shit in high school. I passed Spanish because I was funny. You know, fuck it. What works works. Yeah. <laughs> Some people cheat. I make niggas laugh. <laughs> Humor can get shot up. A lot of situations. I definitely would have been friends with you guys. I'm telling you, I was a sports guy, so I was well known, but mm-hmm. I was also known for chilling with everyone. Like you know what I'm saying, everyone. And I was most known for chilling with the people that seem like how you seem. Think that no one would have, or you felt like alone. Mm-hmm. I would have came and talked to you every day. I can follow up. I would feel that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I never wanted anybody to feel that way. Because mm-hmm. I felt that way. Yeah, man. Yeah, it can get, it's pretty clicky, man. It's the schools, you know? Just kids, like, immature humans. Just, like, Why? ganging up all um, the time. I had a um, seventh grade science teacher. It was, like, lab science. Mrs. Campbell. Very, very, very skinny lady. What New. ethnicity was she? White girl. Oh. Blonde hair. Very, oh, very skinny. Oh. Right. But like right out of college, probably. She was young. Yeah. So she was alright. She was like kind of pretty. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I remember the first day of class, she had on like white pants and like a, a pink top. Oh, damn. You remember her Beverly. Yeah, she, damn, she definitely was pretty, Albert. So here's, but I, I, I would always, if they let us choose where we would sit in the class, I would always sit in the back, mm-hmm. keep an eye on everything in front mm-hmm. of me. Watching your exit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know how it goes. <laughs> and I watched a class of seventh graders turn into a, to a fleet of piranhas. Miss <coughs> okay. Campbell was excited and bubbly. She was finally teaching. Mm-hmm. She went to school four years for this. Right. She's finally teaching. And we're the early class in the day and she's excited and she's welcoming the class and as she walks from the middle of the room up towards the blackboard, she, falls. she trips. I knew it. She was nervous. She God, was man, nervous and her feet just oh, God. did their thing Ms. and Campbell. she fell and just Did someone help her up? I mean, she, she, you guys are so as I remember, <laughs> so disrespectful as a teacher. She, like, bound back up, probably out of embarrassment. Miss Campbell. Bound back up. So there wasn't even the chance for even the kid was like, to whoa. be like, whoa. Jesus, but I she, she fell in front of the class, and at that moment, everyone I, laughed. Everyone laughed. And. <laughs> She lost the respect of that class for the rest of the semester. And she didn't give a damn about y'all. To the point where they had another teacher sit in on, on our class every once in a while. Thank you. So they would have like an elderly dude who oh, was a senior really? teacher come in and sit in on our class because the kids were so on top of Miss Campbell. So they wow. made fun of Miss Campbell for the, for, for the duration of... Just... Everybody was mutiny. Everybody was just like, we're not. We, don't, we don't respect you now. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna lie. At that they time, called I him Miss Campbell a, Soup. Yeah, yeah. I definitely would have been a rebel Miss <laughs> Campbell. I would have been like, 
I probably would have gotten in trouble just for like being with the crowd at that time. So you know, when you're younger, you got movies like Three Ninjas and shit that influence you to be yeah. with the crowd and shit. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn, Miss mm-hmm. Campbell. How old is she now? I don't know now. I mean, if she was twenties then. Like Miss Campbell's 40s. probably late forties. I had a math teacher in ninth grade named Mr. Cassidy that was like that. He was always like ditzy and like uh, <laughs> like fumbly and shit like that. It was the weirdest shit. Mr. Cassidy was cool though. He uh, was a good teacher. It was just like his equilibrium was not good. It was cool. <laughs> His balance was trash. It's a thing. You're gonna run out of walking stuff. Yeah. Now, a teacher that I did have a crush on was ninth grade math teacher, Mrs. Berg. Little this is in what, Jewish. New York? Yeah, in New York. She was Jewish? Yeah. She, she, she had, a, had a lazy eye. Um, oh, damn, Albert, he was a freak boy. <laughs> like, she was very pretty. It was a Chris. She was very pretty with the with this one oddity about it, which was just this lazy eye that was one of those eyes where when, they, when you blink, it's back. <laughs> and as they're talking to you, it just drifts off. I want to comment that because I want to say... I gotta say this, and I don't mean this in any way, but I wanna say if your eye is lazy, and you have good looks, really you would have to say that you're 50% beautiful. Because as soon as that motherfucker start going to the left, <laughs> it switches a lot of yeah, it's yeah. just the whole dynamic. Yeah, yeah, and I don't mean that. I, you know, we all have some type of deficiency. You know, that's a fact. And mm-hmm. she's always watching you wherever you go. Yeah, but yeah, she is exactly. Can you imagine? As soon as she wakes up, that motherfucker's <laughs> probably like looking right at you, and she's standing straight up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good morning, hon. Oh hell, no divorce. <laughs> Would she look good with like an eye patch? Yeah, like, yeah, that's a good question. Pirate bird. Would she look good if that portion of the eye was cut off? See, maybe, <laughs> but you are talking to me, but really you're talking to ninth grade me in this memory, and in ninth, in ninth grade. grade it did I not matter to me. Down anything. Right. Absolutely. I would have. There's so, a pillow in front of me. I'm knocking <laughs> down. I don't know <laughs> what it would be with this bird today, but at that time, it's almost kind of like going on. when yeah. you work at a job that's and you go there really early and you're working with women and they're not too appealing, but at five o'clock in the morning, were you tired as hell? <laughs> <laughs> Looking smoking over there, <laughs> a bunch of foxes in the room. <laughs> and then twelve o'clock after you eat lunch, you just like, God damn, what did I get myself into? Yeah. 
what's that movie called? Shallow, Shallow Hall? Yes. With uh, Jack Black. Yeah. Where he, he doesn't see her as fat. Yeah. And I just want to say for the record, you know, being fat just means you need to work out. Dick Gregory for the Bahamian diet. The problem is you're overweight, whether it's 10 pounds or 150 pounds. Hey, I've been there. And the solution is simple. The Bahamian diet. Mix it with fruit juice, drink it for breakfast and lunch, eat a well-balanced meal for dinner, drink eight glasses of water every day, and walk a mile every day. Hey, that's all it is to it. Don't wait. Start right now. You can do it. I know. I've been there. And it ain't pretty. Available at GNC and most health stores. One time me and my homies went to one of my homies' crib, and uh, we all did shrooms, like four of us. And uh, we watched music videos, but it was actually pretty dope, because um, you got to see music videos for what they really are, mm -hmm. um, which was hella dope. Mm. Yes. And then most of the times, I'm on the go. Like, most of the times when I'm on the room, I want to be outside. I, I you know what I'm there, saying? Yeah. Like, there's something that just, it's just a grab, like a like a pool to be outside in nature or some shit like you know one of my favorite places oh shit excuse me to be when on shrooms where's that Zachariah's Pond oh, oh I shoot. like that spot wow yeah. I mean, can I tell you all can I tell go you go for it so I, you gotta be you have spots to be you have to be there at a certain time and it's around like 7 o'clock right that's what time hour so I say around like seven when like the sun comes down mm -hmm. and um, you have to be right in front of the pond to see the trees because the fucking trees it's like you automatically know when you're tripping because mm -hmm. the trees are just like vibing out and it's just like you know what I mean it's just I'm like yo I could stay at Zachy's for hours it's amazing hours but it has to be cool like it has to be chill I hear you, yeah. We were like walking, we were like, nah, there's no way this is East Stylesbury. <laughs> it was like, it brought us to like a different time period, you know? Oh, shit. Hurts me. At least at that time, but it's like, are you really doing that? You know? Mm -hmm. Somewhere else. Are you Somewhere. really doing that during that time? I feel like when you're sleeping, and this is just my thought. When you're sleeping, your mind goes into quote unquote outer space. Mm. Or, or, yeah. or, yeah. I knew you, I knew you, <laughs> or yeah. your mind or, or something in you is traveling through your thoughts. Outer or inner inner space, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. He's he fucking yeah, exactly. Dude, like, yeah. yeah, like exactly, bro. Going outer and inner space, like like you're just. And the things that you thought throughout the day, sometimes get registered to the front of your mind when you're sleeping. Mm -hmm. Because it was something that you thought about so much, that now you're going into the actual like atmosphere of it like you know what I mean like yep. where that thought could actually be 
or has wind. That, yeah, you get where I'm going from? Where there's like, you go to a dream and a certain string of dreams kind of feel like they're in the same place, sort of. Exactly. And it's got the same And they all get tied together. <laughs> yes. Right. And they I, get like tied together. I, yeah. I feel like there's like a... <coughs> like your mind becomes like a <coughs> mini person. Right. And it's like... It gets trapped in this fucking like world. And... It's like sometimes the thoughts and the dreams are so so bad that it becomes apparent to you, mm-hmm. and you're battling thoughts. Right. Have you ever thought about the different places you go in your dreams where they feel mm-hmm. like it's all one place that connects several dreams? Yeah. Did you ever think about it in these terms where there is an alternative map, an alternative universe that is just in our minds? And our dreams are just us traveling the map. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, like, but it all exists, because why wouldn't it all exist? Because it's all in your in your own mind. So could it all just be the same place? Or, man, you're fucking me up. Whoa. Or, it's whatever makes us leaving the vehicle which is our body <laughs> and going off to another realm kind of. in the realm that everybody's connected in so now you're maneuvering through the connections that you make everyone else's daily yes yeah you can because we're all energetic so the, the energetic the energy comes between all of us which becomes in thought and then it's like, say Isaac and Albert and Steph, and we all have our little mind and we all meet up in dream world. And mm-hmm. now today, it's like a video game. Like we're going to meet up. People do that, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you were about to go hit the beach today or some <laughs> shit. Like, you know what I mean? There's been, yeah, there's been people that, that do such a thing. Some people say that's witchcraft. Well, yeah, it's a cool, it's like a cool trick people can do, but I don't think we're really supposed to do it. Like, I don't know. You don't think so? Well, I don't know. My bass player said it this. It's interesting, like, train of thought. It's like people that kind of reach for the the beyond sort of human circumstance zone, you know? It's like it kind of, it takes a piece of them from, like, this world, you know? When you pursue, like, the occult and get to these amazing places that a normal human shouldn't really go, mm. then you, you further remove yourself in some way from this sort of and do you think when they come back to reality is what makes them successful in reality yeah if you like if you take information and do stuff with it like that that's what my whole one of my interests was with the uh, projecting and stuff like that mm-hmm. to like do the the Monroe thing go to a place you haven't been confirm it like I mean I think that's that's easy, equally as possible in, in, in dreams and stuff and do you think dreams are a good or bad thing I think they're like messages, you know. They're definitely whether we're we're placed or not. The imprint it leaves on us is like generally something subconsciously we were looking for, and you could possibly, you know, to decipher. But yeah, I feel like I don't know if, if space anyway is not the universe or whatever the universe is. But if space is like an infinite thing, and every direction goes on forever at some point on. For, down that forever ray, there's going to be every possible thing that could have happened. So like this and 
every everything else, every dream, every every thought, you know, every possible outcome. Do you believe, in all directions. Do you believe in deja vu? Yes, I, I've had I've had deja vu yesterday. Actually, a couple like two really? times maybe. Yeah. And that shit freak you out, or at this point you're just used to it. I'm kind of used to it, I guess. Yeah, I've had it not like a whole bunch, but pretty like steadily like every year I could. But do you think that it's <clears throat> like your older self, you now, and you in the future? It could be connecting at once. That's how I got. I, I can't stop thinking about that shit. It's like in that instance. That's how like the mind per- perceives reality, which all, all things, you know, all that you're experiencing there is equally as true. It's sort of a different way of looking at it. I think the one theory is there's like a one brain hemisphere receives a, a signal like a millisecond behind the other one. Mm-hmm. So it's like that weird gap in between the cognition is what projects it as a memory. I was literally going to say, do you think that the conscience sometimes is ahead of us? Ahead of the vessel? Yeah, well, it, Do you get where I'm coming from? I think so, like a hyperspace type. Yeah, like, and then where, like, like, you ever feel like in life, life is just going by, by super fast? Most of the time. Yeah. Like, 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 where did time go? And then sometimes you realize that you're caught up with mm. yourself and you're right where you need to be. Right, there's mm. no, there's no hurry, there's no anything, you just... Yeah, exactly. You, you know? Yeah. yeah. I love how time slows down when you're doing something really, like, shitty and, you know, like, something <laughs> you don't want to do. And it's, like, every little gl- glimpse of event is, like... I t- oh, oh, yeah. I try to enjoy those moments, though. Yeah, it's, it's true. <clears throat> because it's kind of like the, the saying, you should smile even on a bad day. For even sure, if it's something that you don't maybe not enjoy mm-hmm. because I was battling that this morning for some reason you know I had such a good day yesterday and I woke up today and I was like fuck I don't want to drive to this job mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think it's always me battling doing something that I don't want to do right you know yeah it's always always be a positive thing man like, but that's when I do it, I feel peace. I hear you. I was gonna say, yeah, that's that's like why I like exercise or something like that, or physical stuff, or just hard work, because uh, it does give you a, a more like real sort of version of like, time. And you sense. feel every second you really did something. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Strenuous things that require lots of energy mm-hmm. will, will will shape your the dedication. Right. Yeah, that goes with that with that standard. We need standard as people. Mm. You know, we need direction, or we'll be lost. Yeah, man, it's a lot's unfathomable. Unfathomable. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of talking shit, I was say a Jewish sleepaway camp in um, Homesdale, Pennsylvania. You ever heard of Tyler Hill camp? Yeah, yeah muscle top. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, where bro? Mm-hmm. When I tell you. One of the dopest fucking experiences to the point where, to reference of what you're saying, if I'm ever in a rut or ever in a bad feeling, I will just think of moments 
at this camp because it was truly an experience that I will enjoy and like incorporate for the rest of my life. I'm dead serious. Like, what did you do there? So, I'm gonna make this as short as possible. Me and my homies, my boy Josh and my boy EJ. <clears throat> my boy Josh ends up getting a job being a baseball instructor. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yo, you guys should fill an application out for sports and blah, 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 blah. We ended up filling an application out and we became counselors for uh, eight-year-olds to 10-year-olds. Yeah. And it was a sleepaway camp. So throughout the day, you're basically counseling the kids all day throughout routines. Like, they'll get up, they'll go to Reverly, Reverly okay. um, and then you'll go, everybody go to breakfast, and then you'll start your day with your first activity. It might be baseball, it might be basketball, it might be jet skiing, it might be... As a black man, uh-huh. it was the craziest insight in life. Because um, everybody has stereotypes which are just like so crazy, <laughs> so false. And being in, around the Jewish community was the dopest, the dopest experience. And I got to meet uh, this family called the Flounds. Okay. Corey Flown. I might be saying his name wrong. But they had two little kids and Corey, I don't know, uh, named uh, Cooper and Aiden. Mm-hmm. And they was like cool with us from day one and so cool that the kids <clears throat> wanted us to come back to Long Island with them <laughs> so we end up going to Long Island to visit because one thing about the Jewish community they would do anything for their kids yeah. anything again great experience mm. and um, we would go there and we would just see the good part of life, you know what yeah. I mean? But it's um, inspirational, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, these people have <laughs> great, crazy, but um, they were the greatest people ever, and the kids were the greatest, mm-hmm. and that camp just always, it's something that I always think about if I'm having a bad time, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Tyler Hill Camp. And at that time, I think it was like the number five camp in the country. Oh, oh. shit. And you can't use your phone throughout the day. There's no service. Like, it's the real deal. It's the real deal. Well, I'm all f- I'm familiar with that area. Homestead? Yeah. So my oh. father lives in Hawley, which <clears throat> is not that far oh, from So there. it is in Hawley. So, oh, okay. So you know, uh, oh, man, Pauly's? Sub shop? Is it Paul- it's called Pauly's? It's, it's like a it's like a sub sh- shop in the, in the town? Yeah, I think And it's I- not near... You know where they have the movie theater mm-hmm. and they got the Walmart up there right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's up the street a little bit more. It's called it's called Paulie's, I think. Okay. And we used to get hot wing subs um, from this place and it's amazing. Yeah, I, I, and every time I go to Holmesdale or uh, Holly, I always go to that shop. Always. Okay. I'm That's telling cool. you, man, I was there for two summers. And I end up even working out there when I worked for Surf Pro out here. Uh-huh. We did a job in um, Holly for like two months. That's awesome. So that's crazy, man. You yeah. see, we got more comedy mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. <clears throat> but that camp was crazy in the women. <laughs> Dog. Like, we're American and 
you get overpopulated by Europeans and like people, Canadians, and it's just a dope experience. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just an overall crazy experience. I would recommend it to any kid. No, they're not a party, man. They paid $100,000 per kid, right? Yeah, yeah. From, from when they're eight to 16. And that's per year? Per year, thing. but what these kids get out of this is like, I don't see how you could be depressed. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just the craziest we're, experience. We're buying happiness. Literally. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not, you're buying happiness, but you'll be spending money on something regardless. You're mm. buying a lifetime true. of enjoyment. I'm serious. Like, it's the craziest like this if I had the money I would easily send my kids to that yeah dude easily if I had the money because it would just shape them into the people that you need them to be mm-hmm. and then you can enjoy your summer and shit you know I feel like that needs to be like you know all these shows that they got you yeah. need to have a show about that like it's like dude. it's the craziest experience we're, ever we're and people would be like Nah, we need to save up and bring our kids. Like, you know what I'm saying? It'll probably motivate people to do better. Yeah. Simple. With our rabbi, I meant, you know, like, we were, like, well on the way to starting the Jubilee movement, I think. Like, yes. the demographic there. We used to, like, jam out our, our rabbi when he lived here and had a mandolin. So we'd go over to our other friend Mike's and do, like, uh, jams and stuff. But yeah. It's crazy. Like, you'll go to that town and there's, like, I don't know, like, 20 to 30 you know, sometimes 40 of the students, they, they just hang out. They all chill. Chill, do their laundry. or chilling. They just chill yeah. out, yeah. That's a great experience. Now they're all pretty cool. There's eight people in Yeah, this rabbi was trying to get us all to be in a band that would tour. Okay? And yep. the, the crazy thing is, so what, like, a musician's mind, when he goes touring around in the nightclubs... What's the what's the first, if not the second thing on the musician's mind when he's gonna play a bunch of shows? What's he looking to do on you tour? About me? Yeah, yeah. I would say, me if I was on tour with y'all, I would be. Ah, there's so many answers, but I'm gonna give three. Okay. I will be looking to smoke weed. I will be looking for the greatest food, and I will be looking for women. Okay. The shows we would have been playing would have been because the way the the heavy duty Chabad Jewish folks work is that the genders are separated. So we would would have been playing to just nothing but a bunch of dudes. So young gangly dudes. I would probably honestly, I would be like once I hear the information, I'm like, oh. I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, unfortunately. Hey. Uh, just me personally. No, I am so man. connected to women. We'll get picked up by Israel. I am so connected to women. I can't. I need to be around them. It's like literally. They're great. Yeah, nuts. They're great. That's funny. Yeah. But if y'all ever, damn, we can't. We can't perform for the other side instead. Like, we can't perform for the women? 
These are like the hardcore, like oh, real deal. Yeah, oh, okay, real deal. We, yeah. a band of men, can play for an audience of men, but I don't think a band of men who were <laughs> unmarried men, uh, even more, play for women. Okay, either so we're talking about the real deal. Oh, so this camp That's is, who we'd be playing music This camp is more modern. Yeah. This camp is super modern. Oh, gotcha. yeah. No, it's I understand. Like, Tyler, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I, I understand yeah, the difference. No, but I we mean, were just... Yeah. Like, just how different it can be. Alright. Mainly. I will say this. Like, would you be able to play anything? Probably. We'd be playing right. Jewish like, music. Probably, oh, yeah. But could we play Jewish music with some funk on it? That you could probably sneak you could some probably, funk in. You could. Yeah. There's funny. Alright, if we could and listen, if we could sneak some funk into it, yeah. I can get down with that. Especially when like the drums are just the drums are like really rolling good. Everything's everything's pretty good. And there's oh. there were just a handful of occasions. When he was drumming, would like lock eyes with me. <laughs> <laughs> Fiery, just, and just, he just wouldn't. You know, like if someone's looking at you, and you notice they're looking at you, and you will look away. Yeah, you just. And then you'll slowly maybe scroll like back. This, and like, you like this, like, 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 oh, okay, now we now we gotta go. A new thing that I'm doing now that we're in the 100s now is I'm inserting okay. jokes. Because you have to have comedy. It's going to be a good show. Uh, are you saying jokes? No, I'm right? going to. We all gonna tell you joke? are going to. This one is just for you, Stefan, but you can't read ahead. I am no longer allowed on United Airlines flights anymore. Apparently, it's frowned upon when the pilot has to tell you to return your stewardess to her original <laughs> upright position. <laughs> yeah, okay. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> here, you can do that one. Huh? <laughs> oh, here, here we go. A good name for a dog is Syndrome. <laughs> then when he tries to attack someone, you can yell, Down Syndrome! Oh, good. That was a good one. Damn, I wish you would have told me I would have bought a joke. <laughs> Always an honor chatting with you guys. Yeah. Well, folks, there you have it. Episode 100 with two of my favorite guys. I hope you enjoyed the conversation and went in a lot of crazy directions, but that's what this podcast is about. Crazy directions and rabbit holes. And don't forget, you could find 99 other episodes on all major podcast platforms and YouTube with video. I thank you all for listening, and I especially thank all the guests and all the people who are on the show to get us to 100 and I'm ready for 100 more I don't know about you but I'm ready so once again thank you you could find more of what I'm up to on Instagram at Albert Chivers and at www.albertchivers.com and you should all you could also check out the Albert Chivers Patreon page if you want to jump in and support the podcast. Until next time, take care of yourself and take care of somebody else. And an especial big thanks for Isaac Wilson 
and Stefan Coleman for being on this episode. I couldn't be more grateful at the end of the day to share episode 100 with them. So I'll reiterate, until next time, take care of yourself and take care of somebody else. Goodbye, wimps.